0: Thank you. Podcast. I'm your host Chris, and we'll be delving into the multitude of strange occurrences that happen within Scotland. Please contact us with your accounts at the Scottish Paranormal Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and feel free to contact us by either means. If you like the episodes or the podcast, please share it with your friends and family to help us grow. Join us on the journey and let's see what's out there. In this episode, we're on location in Armadale, West Lothian, with Andrew recounting his encounter with a black triangular-shaped UFO back in the 90s. This is one of the most prominent UFO cases in Scotland to date, we'll right, Here we, Andrew, we go through his encounter that happened in, was it 94? Mm-hmm. August 94, Right, 94. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is his account, so if you want to just start off with, for the start, I mean, for what happened that evening. Sure. Uh, when,
1: uh, even. sure. Uh, be about quarter to eleven. We just came back from uh, Cowan Beath and we were having a quite a spectacular lightning storm. And at the time, coming back to the to, to Armadale, I uh, decided to stop up at Armadale Academy to watch the storm. And to the to the left of me, I I'd, I'd kind of noticed something kind of tiny night was that? This would be about quarter to eleven at night. Quarter to eleven at oh, night, right. So you see I was I was on the Academy playing fields. So was that right up the back field.
0: so you're on the fields of the Academy right, and you're looking over, you can see like just for the audio, um the Academy, you look over it's like just the moss land, so it's like um of fields, some trees, stuff like that, mm-hmm. a really bad bit um, right
1: of there. So. so I was watching the this lightning storm and I had caught in my eye they, what looked like some kind of a dark, dark object, which looked like it was kind of a hovering uh, behind the tree line. I watched this for a few minutes and I thought I'm going to see if I can get a closer look at that. I came along this road, which is known as the Northrig Road, the back road between Armadale and Blackridge. And as I was as as just, just travelling along the road, quite slow looking for this this dark object. The, I don't know if it was the same object or a different one had approached from my right really low and really silent just above the, the tree line of where we're standing and out. Uh, I braked really hard because uh, this thing was so low I thought I was going to run into it uh, and I watched this thing just silently glide across maybe 100 metres into the field. And it just stopped, possibly maybe to say 15 feet above the ground. Uh, I s- sat sat in my car watching this thing for a few minutes.
0: Can, can I go back just to, just before we go any further? When you when you seen it <clears> at the start, when you seen an object through the academy, if you basically, kind um, of arm's length, what kind of size would you say was it? Was it quite far in the distance? Or how it was far? Quite far. When
1: when I, when I first when I was at the academy and I was watching this thing. As I see, I just caught a glimpse of this at the corner of my I, my, my original thought was it was a, a plane, that was, was coming down. Um, because it didn't look big, you know, because of the distance, it didn't look like a big object. So that's, just thinking to myself, something's landing in the field. Did it look, um, And that's how I had to come and have a better was look. Was it just an outline of it, or? Was it, it was it just a, like a, like a, because we were, it was obviously caught of the night, it was quite dark. But it was a summer's night, uh, you could still sit, you know, it was uh, the, the sky was bright, and uh, you, you just caught this dark, dark object just at the corner of my eye. That's, that, that's when I initially thought, you know, there was, there was something up there, just above the tree line at the Academy. So it's and probably the distance from, just for people listening
0: audio-wise, so the distance for the Academy going through the back to the North Rig Road was probably about a mile or something or maybe less than that, or is it a bit more than that?
1: Uh, I would say probably, from the academy I would say maybe a mile or a mile and a bit. Right. But when I was standing at the academy, the, the, the tree line, I thought this the, the, I thought this object was at the tree line of the academy. Ah right. You see? And I'm thinking this is, whatever this is, it's coming into the playing fields. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to crash land in the playing fields at the academy. This is where I suspect there was, there was, the possibility that there was a second object.
0: Ah right. right. Was it was it so when you were saying was it the tree line, was it high up in the sky or was it no it, low it low? was
1: just above above the tree you're looking just, at the tree line just you you remember you'll remember, remember Armadale Academy. Yeah yeah before the Built New, New School you had the plane fields at the top. And it was surrounded by like any surrounded trees. The trees. they're still right. there actually. Still there, so I'm standing at the the, the the side of my car on the verge of the, the plain fields. And the tree line is four hundred yards for me maybe. Right, okay. And I'm thinking this thing's coming across this tree line into the playing fields. Mm-hmm. But it didn't, it just it was obviously just kind of a hover. just behind the tree line at the academy. Uh, it looked like it was looked like it was coming in to land. Did it have any lights in that, nothing, like that? Just a shape. Nothing, just a shape. It was totally silent.
0: did they mean, when you seen it <coughs> when you seen it in the the car, could you discern the shape of it or anything like that?
1: No, really, it looked it looked quite square, maybe rectangular, but it was it was angular rather than, you know, the the classics. Uh, people say that the UFOs maybe like a flying saucer or something. It wasn't it wasn't a, a saucer shaped thing. It was it was more say rectangular. Aye. When I first saw it, and as I say really really black, black. Mm-hmm. No sign, sign of it. No signs of lights at, or anything. At
0: night, looking terms of the night so you seen it against the night sky so was it was it, it was if it was August it's probably still quite light at that time. Well, that's what I'm saying it was an a, a, a August summer's night
1: so, so it you're, was, you're, you could at that see
0: time of it year it's right. still kinda of lightish at that time right. they bother aye, aye. Right. so as aye. I
1: you see we're right. looking definitely. in this direction it was still quite a a light sky you'd see we were having a thunder out with a lightning storm aye. but we're, we're looking into a sky that wasn't pitch black actually wasn't cloudy it was still, actually takes aye. it wasn't it particularly cloudy so uh, as I say I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this dark object realising that whatever it was wasn't coming into the, 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 the academy playing fields I thought the best way to get a look at this is to get behind it mm-hmm. and that's to drive out this way towards Blackridge come back up along the back road mm-hmm. that takes me behind the school mm-hmm. and it was just right here where we were, where, where we are just, just now as I'm driving along this bit of the road this same or similar object had came from our right hand side right just literally just above the trees and just slowly came down into the field and see about a hundred yards and just stopped and just sat maybe 15 feet above the ground.
0: Above the tree lines or in well, the... You'll see
1: this tree line here that we're looking at obviously aye. these trees have, have grown a few a few feet in the years but this tree line that we're looking at now on this back road mm-hmm. this object had just came from which will be the one direction yeah uh, which is for uh, the south came down straight across the top of these trees down here no known really how to judge the site the size of it I would reckon it was about 40 feet long mm-hmm. and when it stopped as I say maybe about 100 yards into the field which is not as you can see that's not far from. Mm-hmm. But I was, I was parked just here mm-hmm. So you're probably looking at like a hundred yards or so away from it. Or I was about a hundred yards away from this from this thing. See, this thing was about 15 feet off the ground, hovering. In terms of seeing it, what, what type you see, what type of shape would you see it was? Now that I was as close as I was, uh, I described it as being from the from the from the nose of it. It looked like an upside down triangle, a triangle, and I say it was approximately 40 feet long, and it was. It had a nose like a tapered, a tapered front end. So was and it? If you're
0: looking at a triangle, was it a triangle, kind of flat? A triangle, uh, or kind was of it? Hard hard. Or was it turned on its end? Or it like was where, the, where was the point? Of the triangle. The point facing of the triangle
1: was facing downwards. Downwards. Sloped. Sloped. When I was watching this thing, I, I, I was quite, you know, it was I was quite defined, you quite quite easily see the shape of it. Aye. Um. So as I say, I watched this thing for a good 20 minutes. Thinking, well, I won't have a look, but no, I'm going to mobile phone phones the police. Obviously, the police are, you know, they're a wee bit sceptical about what I'm even doing on the phone uh, talking about UFOs. But I says, Look, I'm standing at the side of the road beside my car and I'm watching something in a field and I don't know what it is. Uh, Still thinking to myself, is this something military? Is it, you know, you've just got to think to yourself, I don't want to get too close to this, but at the same time I wanted to know what it was. So would the description side there? Uh-huh. Was it was it did you say it was just totally black?
0: Could you discern any, any ridges, I don't, I don't, anything like
1: that? Nothing n- nothing no sign of anything like uh lights, porthole, windows, anything, nothing at all. There was just no sign of, it, it, it was like a it wasn't a glossy black, it was a flat black. Not a matte black. Matte black. You could see you could see really well because the distance I was for this. Aye. See quite plain the shape of it and right. the, the size of it. and.
0: Was it sharp edges, rounded edges?
1: It was sh- it was sharp, sh- sharp angular thing. Uh, as I say, shape, shaped as some have described it as being like an upside down Toblerone. Um, was it kind of like if it was like a triangle? Uh, a triangle?
0: Was it like. So basically, if you're saying it was tilted towards the ground, was it kind of sitting like that? It was, no, it was
1: no, a like triangle. An uh, uh, or kind of flat. It was sitting flat to land. Uh, there was no sign of any landing gear or anything like that. It wasn't making any noises. What kind of height off the, the field was it hanging there? Uh, it was about 15 feet off the ground. 15? Uh, about 15 feet off the ground. Um, as I say, I just watched this for a wee while. And uh, I'm thinking, you know, as I say, what, what can I do? Uh, I, I didn't even want to get too close to it, but I wanted to... to, to to get a better look at it, but I, I took a, a halogen, you know, like a, a work lamp, right. out the glove box of my car, and I plugged it into the cigarette lighter and I shone it on this thing. And the beam did hit the side of this object, and just at that instant, the the bulb went on the on the halogen lamp. I got a wee bit of fright. Did it blow, or did it just? It just just, just just switched off. Uh, so you see, I I got a wee bit of fright at that. I'd had this hand, this hand lamp for a lot of years, it was a good work lamp for working when you're working under the bonnet in the car and what I mean. Right. I got a bit of a fright, I thought no, I'm not having this, I jumped into the car and uh, the car was dead, it had no ignition, no side lights, nothing, everything was off, Uh going into a, a panic now and still waiting for the police, so I phoned them a second time and it turns out they were on the A89 looking for me, which is the road that runs parallel the, the main road between Amadale and The main road and right. They thought I was on that road and I phoned them. They said we're looking for you. I said, I'm on the back road between Amadale and Blackridge. And during the call, uh, I spoke to the, the person on the end of the phone. I said, I can see them, the blue lights are behind me. And seconds later the uh, the uh, the police car pulled up and I missed the point of the this thing this thing taking off. So you didn't see it take off? No I did. Oh you did, i sorry. They, so going back to, to when I was showing the lamp on the, the car, and said this beam definitely hit the side of this object, and at the instant that that happened, this thing took off in the same direction and like reverse at high speed mm-hmm. in the very same direction that I thought it coming. It just did it turn short. It just it didn't it turn and, just and It just went backwards. It went in reverse. It didn't. It didn't rise up slowly then shoot away. It just so was the point was the point away. at the
0: front, and then like the square point end at the it was at the back.
1: Aye. The point was 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 facing towards uh, Armadale direction. Right. and it just went st- just back the way it came in reverse. It didn't turn round or anything like that. It just, just shot away. And all the, all the, all the, there was no engine noise, knee all you could really hear of it was wind noise. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it took off at a really high high uh, rate of speed. There was there was no way you could look at that and think it's some kind of a military aircraft or something because. There was no nee, nee engine noise. There was knee jet this noise. This is back out. in this is back in ninety four. Ninety four. So uh, that's th- it. Was at that point I made the second phone call to the police, and as as, as I mentioned earlier, they were they were they, they were on the right road. They were coming behind me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <coughs> I suspected they'd probably seen this as well, because they would have been probably just behind us right. as this thing took off uh, and shot away. Police pulled up, and they were asking me what I'd seen, and I, I was quite, quite adamant they would seen it as well. But they're like, "We never saw a thing." So we were sitting talking about it in the car for just a few minutes, and then police cars started to arrive. There was, there was quite a few police cars arrived. Maybe about four or five police cars arrived, and there was, was a, a few. Aye, yeah, there right? was a few, yeah. aye. And uh, what what I found a wee bit kind of a suspicious was. One of the one of the cops had got his car and took a, a you know a, a traffic cone, and I never spoke to this policeman, and he, he actually walked out of he, go out the car and he walked into the field, and he placed a traffic cone in the field at roughly the area where I saw this this uh, this object. Mm-hmm. And I thought, how did he know where to put that? Because I never spoke to him. You know what I mean? It was just kind of a wee bit unusual. But right. so these these police had cave for traffic, no loading and borders. My phone call had went to London Borders. This was Strathbeg Police, and uh, a few minutes later, they uh, they sat in the back of this car, and I, I don't know if it was an inspector or a sergeant, but he was off duty. He wasn't dressed as a policeman. He was dressed in civilian clothes. He had slippers on. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I was told was they'd got this guy out of his bed, uh, and he had he had came to the, the armadale to, to see what was going on and the, the, the policeman in the front of the car had suggested he wanted to breathalyze me and the sergeant, or whoever he was, had said I don't think that'll be necessary um, and I certainly hadn't been drinking, right. uh, <coughs> and they, 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 they took a statement, I spoke to the, as I said, I don't know if he was a, a, a sergeant or an inspector, I think he was actually a police inspector, uh, he spoke to me for, for a very well, on a personal level about, you know, what I think I'd saw and. He, he didn't. He didn't speak to me as if I was some kind of a ra- raving lunatic. You sure you've seen the right thing here? He was quite interested in, in, in the, you know, what I was, uh, the story I was telling him. Uh, there's obviously nothing else that the police could do because this object was away. So the police cars all went away, and I was left with the police car that came up originally, and it was a, a, an officer and a police woman that, that uh, arrived. Um, and they had phoned the AE for me. I wasn't a member of the AE, but they had, they had phoned the AE on my behalf because I was stranded um, probably back at 2 o'clock in the morning by this time. And uh, as we were waiting for the AE, the we were looking towards, which we can't see it the because of the weather, but we were the, the basket House. Aye. Starting to get a wee bit light at this time. We saw this bright orange, which looked like, for this is like the size of a football. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming up off the the the, um, the Bathgate house and it rose up and went slightly to the right then back down again and we all saw it but the police was like we never saw a thing well, but no, I said we're standing pain. here looking at this. Aye. But they they like no we never never saw a thing. So uh, the the guy arrived uh, he was about forty-five minutes he arrived and uh, he examined the car checked her the fuses, checked, out the, checked over the ignition, couldn't find anything wrong with the car. The police, they were leaving to go to an incident in the bathgate, so the police, the, the AA guy says right we'll, we'll get you hooked up, and we'll tow you home, uh, which he did and maybe a mile from where we are at the, just at the minute, uh, my side lights flicked on, so he, he, he'd seen this from his mirror, mm-hmm. stopped the, the AA car Came out, checked my car over again, but stolen the ignition. Um, decided just there's nothing we can do. We'll just tow you the rest of the way. Towed me back into my house and uh, spoke to the guy for a few minutes. Checked the car over again, nothing. Um, my concern was my driver's window was down and I'm going to have to leave the car like that overnight. The electric. The electric out. window. I, um, as I say, I, I was I was say. Uh, I, I was just getting on with it at that time, everybody was away, and I'm just kind of reflecting on what I'd went on the earlier that night. Right. And uh, I came, I, I was in the house looking for a bit of plastic to put at the window, and when I came back, uh, the alarm on my car had chipped. Mm-hmm. So, oh. Went over and checked the car, the ignition was on, started the car up, the car was back to normal. Everything was the right. car was absolutely fantastic. It was, everything was, was I was happy that my car was okay. Um and from then on, to be honest with you, Chris, it was just a case of uh, just getting on with it. Um the following day, when I worked, I worked at the time with Scottish Power uh in Bathgate. Uh <laughs> when I went to my work the following day, I was getting rubbed with the guys I worked with, with this. This UFO and these wee green men and all the rest of it, but it's, it, it hit the news that fast. Right. You know, this is the following day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so,
0: and at the time, it's just getting on. It. At the time, did you say you, you wish you'd never said it? At the time, or like getting ribbons and stuff like that? Or?
1: Well, you get you get a lot of stick. Uh, no, no, it wasn't. There's was You got the odd one or two people that thought you were actually a raving lunatic and you're needing to get hospital help and all the rest of it. But you know, you can you, you say, listen see at the end of the day unless you've seen it you can't really comment and some of the guys that I worked with at Scottish Power um, you know they were, they were sitting down and talking and saying Andy I, I saw something years ago and I'm convinced I saw a UFO and you know but of course you you, you got the old people who just thought you know they, I, I, they probably didn't like it because I was getting a wee bit of attention <laughs> but uh, as, the, as the days and the weeks went on. My mum and dad were actually in Spain, and it was my dad's birthday on the thirty-first of August. They saw it in a newspaper in Spain, <laughs> so they were they were on the phone to me, going, oh, "What's going on here? So we know about this, and we're in Spain." So I, I started getting phone calls from uh, there was a, a, a university in Stirling. Uh, investigators wanted to come and see me, and right. you know I, I thought, "Oh, this is getting taken quite seriously here." And before you knew it, I was. I was, I was inundated with, with requests request people that wanted to come and interview me mm-hmm. about this um, and that was the only regret that you know the the, the more involved it became mm-hmm. the more people are looking at you like you're a lunatic mm-hmm. but you just had to take that because See, just the way it is with people. the thing is as
0: well it's like it's if more and more people came out with these stories, then it wouldn't be as such a, a kind of fringe topic. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the thing because there's there's loads of people out there. With, as I spoke to you earlier on with, with stories that didn't relate to anybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and that's that's how they go. It's it's getting more and more accepted as time goes on. You know what I mean? A lot of stuff has happened now. But I know it have been um, looked at the story before, and it was it'd been in a book and stuff. But mm-hmm. It was in the papers and was that it mentioned the missing time and stuff? That's right.
1: That? Aye, I was going to come to that. The uh, it was actually just uh, it was accidental through one of the guys that, uh, just check it n- that was investigating this. Was uh, that Ron Halliday or was it? No, it wasn't Ron. It was uh, John Jenkins. Should it John Jenkins? He's he's just a uh, paranormal investigator. Nice, right. just kind of a freelance guy, uh, piano tuner by trade. <laughs> so uh, we were ju- we just talking about things and. Kept going on about this, this, this. Did he managed to get a transcript of the recording? that went to the police. You no know, yeah. about the, about this sighting. got a FOIA request or something. Right so, uh, I'm I'm still adamant that, you know, the, the the time that I was watching this because I knew we we actually left Kildonbith raceway, and I know how long it takes to get back to Armadale, and I know what time I was sitting at the academy watching this th- this thing. And it, it, it all happened in a matter of minutes, and it's you know it, it's not like it took hours, but they were saying you know the, the the time scale between your first phone call and the police arriving and your second sorry your, between your first phone call and your second phone call mm-hmm. was something like an hour and a half. The yeah, discrepancy. That's and right. I was like, no, your records have got to be wrong because it didn't take that long. So. Uh, John Jenkins had uh, introduced me to a, a, a chap he knew that I'd had an incident, uh, Gary Wood. Um, oh, on the seventy. On the seventy, and I spoke to Gary a few, uh, John and Gary a few times when they came up to Armadale to visit me. This was on- ongoing sort of investigations into, you know, the UFOs and paranormal and things like that. And uh, just through talking to them, I got to know Gary quite well, and he, he was an ambulance technician. He mm-hmm. uh, had a good job and know, he's just a happy-go-lucky kind of guy. And he'd, he'd been asked to go for this, say, hypnotic regression. And when they started to explain, I'd never heard of it before, mm-hmm. but when they started to explain to me what, it, what was involved, and they were saying, you know, this could sort of release your part memory. of your subconscious memory. And, you know, there could be information that you are withholding mm-hmm. that this, the, the regression will bring it back out. But after seeing what, it's, what I think what it's done to Gary because Gary lost his job and uh, I, I think a lot of it was done to, he seemed to be dwelling on this regression, Aye. you know, it, it seemed to affect him in such a way that it, 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 it caused a bit of a, a, a problem with, with, his, with his mind. So I thought if that's what it's done to Gary, I, I didn't even want to go down that road. On the other hand, I wanted to know what was what was going on. Because I explained to the, the people that came to visit me that that night, that very night, when I eventually did get to my bed, which was probably about three a.m., uh, I went into a dream and I dreamt the whole sequence, order, from start to finish. But when I say that I was standing looking at this object for about twenty minutes in my dream, I actually did walk up to the object and it opened up, the the, the door, the, a door opened up, and I went into this machine mm-hmm. and. You know, I didn't see anybody. I didn't see any wee green men. I didn't see any human beings. I didn't see anything like that. But I described what I saw inside this, what I described then as being a, a UFO. But I don't want to know if that's real. Is that just purely my imagination because of the event, it's or is that part of what really could have happened? It's hard to be
0: discern because, like some, like in this field, people believe it's, it's either the memories have been taken for you, or it's your subconscious wanting yeah. to protect you. That's and and, and that's gonna one aspect of it as well. But like in in the dream, like going back to that, like, what, what did you see? Inside? Well,
1: when I went inside, because of the shape of this thing, you see an upside down, tro- the topper with the, with, the, with the the pointed bit facing the, the ground, just like a, a a door had opened up in the back, and it was just like, I suppose you could say it was just like walking into the you know up, up the stairway to a, an aeroplane. Mm-hmm. And you walk in. I walked into this thing, and it was just like a corridor.
0: Was it stairs, or did you? It was stairs. I walked
1: back. up. I, don't, I just walked up steps. So this thing was obviously on the ground. Mm-hmm. In my in my dream, this thing was on the ground, and I walked up. This, this door was open, and I walked up the steps, and it was just a, a long corridor, probably the length of this machine. And on both sides of me, it was just what looked like banks a eh, eh, coloured lights and switches, and I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, say, I wouldn't, wouldn't say it was something like you'd see in like a Star Wars movie or you know, something like that ah, yeah. but it, it, it did, you know, it, it was just all switches and lights but I was hearing sound, which it sounded to me like an out-of-tune radio, mm-hmm. you know the old-fashioned manual tune radio mm-hmm. in between channels, mm-hmm. it was just, just, just static noise and as I say never saw anybody I didn't have any experience, say, being examined and arrested. Aye. Which I've heard stories about this before.
0: Aye, totally
1: aye. i I just, eh, uh, and that was the end of the dream. Aye, so I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have any recollection and of you the never, dream of being taken never, away anywhere or anything
0: like that. And you never, ever, after that thought about getting regressed or anything. No? no. Just because of the whole point with Gary Wood and I after understand
1: that, aye. I had the dream and I, and I, told about the dream and I think that's what made some of the people who were, who were speaking about this try to persuade me that regression would, would possibly release mm-hmm. more information. But to be honest with you Chris, I thought that was more for their benefit, because mm-hmm. they, you know, they wanted to investigate this further, they wanted to see what was really going on, whereas me, aye. after after meeting Gary, and in my opinion, I think it screwed up his head a wee bit. Aye, no, I can understand um, that. Aye. I decided, if this is what it's done to Gary, I don't want to experience that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I
0: mean? No, it's totally understandable. Uh, I mean, not for
1: anybody else's sake, but for me, I just don't want to experience it. Uh, and of course they couldn't make me do it, so I chose naughty. Aye, and it stu- I stuck with that. Mm. I stuck with and I w- even to this day I've always wondered, if I'd have went for the aggression, what, what would have come out it, but I didn't, and I didn't intend to so.
0: Did you have any um, experiences, any, uh, after that, I mean, did there any other experiences from it, after it, did you, you have or, um, no
1: No, no, from that, no, for that incident, no, I, I was asked by, by probably everybody that came to see me, um, you know, I into sci-fi and, and I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't even even when I was growing up. I was never interested in watching anything like that, like Star Wars and uh, you know all these kind of uh, sci-fi movies. I never, I was never a sci-fi person.
0: Right.
1: So it's not as if it's been in my mind. that I want to see a UFO aye. and you know this is what I'm into. because so I, I wasn't, and I'm not. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It just, it, it was just a, it was an experience that I just happened to. If it wasn't me, it would probably be somebody else. But I've never been in, into uh, that kind of thing.
0: Do you have any experiences other than this?
1: I have, I have actually, I've actually got a, a, a couple of things i try to find for you before you came up. Ah oh, right, okay. Uh, but two of, them, two of them have been pretty recent, uh, one was just at the end of this road, uh, standing uh, last year again in the summertime mm-hmm. um, with, my, with my nephew, uh, who was eight at the time, um, was standing in the farm yard and I was talking to a, a friend of mine who happens to be, a retired Rolls Royce aero engineer, mm-hmm. uh, and we're we standing, um, as I say, at the farm gate, which is on Upper Bathville and I just I looked up and I noticed uh, coming from, say, like the, probably about the footburn direction, uh, a, like a bright, like a ball-shaped thing that was changing between orange and blue. I think this is too big to be aircraft. And this is quite recent. This is just last year, last oh, year, is it? Right? And I was watching it coming in your direction, which is say from Armad from Whitburn direction to Armadale. And I was, I was looking up and I said to John, I says, look at that. And Stephen even an eight year old he's looking at that and he said, what is that? So you recognise it as being not normal. Oh totally. Yeah. So as it came towards us? Up towards uh, above the sort of upper battle area. Turned quite sharp, as if it was heading towards Bathgate down the upper Bathgate road. Well, I say this this thing that we were looking at, it, it looked more like the blue and red light was spinning, mm-hmm. no flashing, like a strobe light or anything. Uh, more like it was just a spinning light, and it was quite big, and. What you
0: say? What kind of height would you say it was up in there?
1: Eh, difficult to say, but because we're on a flight path you're thinking, you know, it's probably the same height as what a plane would be Aye. flying at. Aye. But, it seemed, living here and seeing aircraft all the time, mm-hmm. you're thinking to yourself, it's an unusual, an unusual uh, sort of flight path for a plane to be coming to this. But it turned really, really sharp Aye. to t- head towards the bathgate, but it started to to, uh, to rise up. Mm-hmm. and Because it, 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 when we were watching this, it was going, you know, at relatively slow speed. But as it turned to go away from us, heading the, de- the basket it started to lift up into the sky, it was really, really rapid, and just went, it just disappeared into the, into the clouds. And I looked at John as I say, John, John's a knowledgeable man; he's a, a really clever old guy. And I, I was like, "What the hell was that, John?" Mm-hmm. And as I say, even an eight-year-old standing like, "What was that? What was that?" It was quite obvious. Wasn't it something that was seabed?
0: What, what time of year do you think it was?
1: I think that would be. I actually think that would probably be around about the summertime as well. Mm. It would have been about. I reckon maybe it was about 7 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. It, was, it wasn't late on and it was. Uh, and about a year ago, roughly. Probably about a year ago. Was it during lockdown or before lockdown? No, I would, I would say it was before lockdown. I ah. think it was before lockdown, uh, Christopher. About Black, a year and, and a half, say. roughly, then.
0: So if it was in the summer.
1: Uh, terrible that kind of thing aye. I'm trying, I'm trying something. to think back because I'm trying to think, the time, it, would, it wouldn't be late, it wouldn't be late, but it was dark, I, I, I can show you this on my phone. Aye. Right. So it was, what did you take off? I? I got, got a it. Aye. But I got I got about it on my phone, but uh, it might even, I might even be able to go back at my phone I'll have of a date on it or something like that. Aye, aye. Uh, I've also got on my phone something that we recorded, uh, maybe a maybe a fortnight three weeks ago in uh, Motherwell and I, I know other people were watching this as well because we could see people looking up and pointing at this thing in the sky mm-hmm. and there's like four vapour trails mm-hmm. beneath an A-Sign aircraft All right. and I've got that on my phone as well I've got two photographs of it, but they're, they're just photographs as we were watching this, this you know you, you you'll see a vapour trail you think nothing of it Aye. Uh, Stephen, at at, well, he's nine now, but Stephen at, at that age is so four, s- four vapor
0: he's only, trails, I Four vapor trails would be something together, aye. No,
1: oh, I'll show you the pictures of them. You? They were the, they're perfectly straight. Mm. So that whatever this was it was traveling at a really good speed, aye. You know when you see a vapor trail it breaks up pretty quick, aye. Yeah. aye. These were, these, these are perfectly straight, mm-hmm. and uh, the four of them. But the, the the fact that other folk were looking at was because we were aware that other people were looking. Mm. So and if you're in a trail, you never look at that. Can if you're, you're in Motherwell,
0: what that? direction? Uh, if you, you're in Motherwell, I know, I, in uh, I, well. um, what I do not know Motherwell area. Just stay Motherwell for a while. What kind If you so, if you're in Motherwell, you're looking. If you take the seventy four, as I, as I. Aye,
1: aye, you'd be heading south. Aye. So, okay. so that's well. That's the these that's vapor trail was actually heading north because we would we'd turn down. Aye. So, in relation to the direction I was traveling to the, the area I was going, we were coming back. So this vapor trail would be heading north.
0: Aye. Right, okay.
1: So uh, yeah. I don't even know if you'd recognise it on the photograph. The area we're in, but I, I couldn't even. I couldn't but you're, even
0: in, a, you're in a decent. You're in a decent spot. where you are. I mean, where you stay. I mean, to, to see some. Like it's going to get a nice sky and stuff like that as well. You're up
1: there. Well, this 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 is a. I don't know if, it's, if I would call it a hot spot, but just at the, the West Craig Road at the time of my sighting, mm-hmm. they had been investigating a, a, sighting from a a woman and the daughter, unfortunately. For them, probably, but they, when they were coming back to me, they never gave any names or, 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 or a lot of detail of mm-hmm. the, you know, the investigation. But they came back to say, "Well, we think she was drunk." Mm-hmm. Uh, so that I think the investigators looked at that and thought it's not very credible. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I had, I had, I, ha- I still have letters. Um, I don't know if you've seen some of them, Chris, but some of the stuff that's actually been published mm-hmm. is, uh, is, that, is that a of no, no defence significance or something like that. I've got letters from the... I've got more than one letter for the Ministry of Defence mm-hmm. explaining, you know, what was happening that night, mm-hmm. including two fighter jets that were in there. Everybody knows a fighter jet when it ah. passes ah, <laughs> well, you know, know them. You, 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 know, you know it's a fighter jet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and th- this is some of the comments that was getting... One of the comments that was made for the, for the Ministry of Defence was that it, w- it wasn't... I can't remember the exact wording, but it wasn't of uh, any... Signific- ah, security. Security. It wasn't a security. Oh, it wasn't a security threat, so they are not want to investigate it. Right. And the, the second letter that came out, Which in is mental. you know what I mean? As well. Yeah. Not, I mean, because it's, it's. They obviously didn't want to open up to, to anything and say, "Oh well, we did have word that there was something in the oh. air that that night." They just turned it around to say it was a jet. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Um, or it was cloud formation or something like that. Oh. But you have, as I said earlier, when I, when I was getting a wee bit of the ribbon for some of my my pals or whatnot, <coughs> you've got to see it comment, I mean, if you've never really seen it up close, and as I said would never have believed really that there was a definite UFO, Aye. but having seen what I saw way back as many years ago as that, unless the, unless the government, the military has got something up their sleeve that we don't know about, mm-hmm. then there's got to be. No.
0: There's got to be. One of the things I'd seen and it's probably you're looking maybe about five, the Lille Lock's about five miles that no, right, right, right? So I'm just like in the same kind of area, but further up. Um, we'd only seen, it was the size of a satellite. If you look up, you see satellites and yeah. stuff like that. It was a bit brighter, a wee bit faster, but you can still discern it as a satellite. And uh, we jokingly said it was coming towards like another kind of brighter star, just mm-hmm. going to pass through it. And we jokingly said um, it must have been, I'm trying to date, I was only 18 at the time. Uh, we're just doing camping, fishing, and stuff like that travelling through just one horizon to the other and it came to um this kind of star the one that was gonna do it was, was gonna hit that star. Did yes. uh, a ninety degree turn, like without dropping speed, without arcing. It just get as soon as it got to pass that that star, it just do like an L shape, you know what I mean? Totally ninety degree turn. And it kept going, nothing could do that. You know it's what that, I mean? that, you you know, know that I know do that. Aye. I know that. just like Sally's not gonna do that. A plane can't do that. You can't. Do it. There's no arc or nothing. It was just it totally just it was a 90 degree turn. And we watched it until it just went out the horizon like disappeared. with um, that, you know what I mean? But there's, a, there's been this whole area, you know what I mean?
2: There's
1: been loads of kind of sightings and stuff like that. And you didn't really you like know, things that happened in Fulcard and, and stuff. That's right. I have heard that from these people who are who, when you when you get when you get uh, professors you know, some of the country's top psychologists and this that come to see you think, well they're taking us serious, why? Aye. Why why me? I mean you know you, you hear folk talking about, about UFO signs and I saw I saw this, I saw that, and you, you pass it off as well, oh, I did you? Right. But the amount of attention I got I thought, you know, they're treating us really serious. And the fact that the police, when they arrived that night, seemed to know something Aye. before I even spoke to them. And this as I said, this off duty off duty Sergeant inspector, or whatever, it's like they knew something was going on, so and then when I made the call, they thought, Right, let's go into this.
0: I always thought it was one of the most prominent cases, like, like I've heard it. I mean, because Back, of my it. one, aye, aye, aye. Well, beca- the because, has because, been the because of the fact that uh, uh, incredible witness, mm-hmm. see what you've seen that I mean, the police been involved and in all that kind of mm-hmm. that stuff as well, and, and even like the evidence of the cardinal, that like the there cardinal was was starting, I thought it was like one of the most prominent cases, yeah. You know
1: what I mean? The A, I don't know if it was a uh, I, I don't know i wouldn't say it was a marketing thing i anyway, know but it was just i think they for whatever reason they wanted to come back and see me It was a good two months later mm-hmm. they wanted to send somebody out they wanted to send one of their top engineers out to examine the car if you're more than welcome and they did mm-hmm. they sent a guy out to examine the car they weren't they weren't asking questions about the the, the ufo site and although they, they, they mentioned it but they weren't dwelling on that right you know they just they wanted to, to, to examine the car right uh, see if there was any kind of tampering going on or something of that but they, they sent a guy out from the EA uh, and they examined the car it was, uh, I think it was about a 1981 Audi Coupe GT mm-hmm. uh, so nothing special and they, they examined the car and they actually made a report you know, a proper official report ordering right now and I got a copy of the report and it came back that there was they couldn't find anything faulty Aye. with the car's system Aye. and they suggested that there was a possibility that if I had driven past or through uh, an electrical field,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like under the pylons, mm-hmm. it could possibly drain the power, aye, aye. which is pretty unheard of, but I suppose if they say that that can happen, then that can happen. But of course, you're in the, the location with me, Chris, today, is, is, is just, when this all happened, there's nothing to be seen. Aye, there's nothing here. There's nothing here, there's no pylons here, so they can't can't put it into that. So they could never un- they could never re- understand if there was some kind of a power surge that would that would take all the power off the battery, and at, at the same time, why is when we kind of left the area did the power start to come back?
0: Aye, you heard it before, and a lot other cases. If you've looked at other cases, like that, I take it you probably have. And I mean, yeah, you get this happening, but the, the cars won't start, and then yeah. they'll just start on the again And coming through, like obviously you've, you've worked. You work with Scottish Power, so you know electricity and the way it works and stuff like that. Right. If, uh, you know what I mean? So it, it's it's funny to see if it's, it's dead then and it just kind of restarts again. You know what if
1: mean? if this if, if your suggestion if their suggestion was if you've been near a high energy field like underneath electric pylons and as, as a I said earlier, but field not, Aye. so you wonder to yourself, this machine that I was standing watching, uh, it's got to be powered with something. I did joke, because when they say to me, why do you think it would have been here? I joked because we're standing next to an oil, an old, spoil bank.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They're doing nicking the coal off the bank to power the machine. Uh-huh. I just mm-hmm. joked about it. But of course this machine has got to be powered with something. Mm-hmm. And if it has such a, you know, a, a high energy to power it, mm-hmm. could that have been the energy that drained the power off my car? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But that was, that was a, an explanation or a, or a Possible solution to what they were trying to find was why did it lose its energy? Why right. did the battery completely drain? Mm-hmm. And they're saying that that could have been the reason for it, it could be a high energy field. So, is so that something to do with this machine? No, totally. You know what I mean?
0: Uh, so, sort of totally interesting. You know what I mean? It's like one of the most cases that's fascinating, one, one of the factors as well, because I stayed in the corner for you. You know what, uh-huh. what I mean? I'd, I'd since moved at that point, I stayed in Motherwell and mm-hmm. um, moved there and I, I came back. But um, have you, did you ever, did you ever very, before, No, before that point,
1: no, to be honest with you, never, never, uh, see I was never into it, I was never into sci-fi and the rest of it, I never took any interest in it, never, Aye. never had any, any re- I mean I must have been 19, 20 years old or something
0: at the time, I think, Aye. I can't quite remember. But we know really you heard about it before, like the first time, like totally, I thought you were totally credible. about I mean, you didn't hear that. Well, uh, that's it well nice to
1: hear that, because you see a lot of folk didn't, but that's, you make up your own mind as to why these people are behaving like that. You say, well, you know, as I mentioned when, when I was getting uh, most of this, most of the edits that I was getting uh, making negative comments were people that I worked with, worked right. beside at Scottish Power. But again, the majority of people that I was working with, well, they, they were, you know, they, they, were, they were they were interested. Right. Was, I, I think a lot of today it was they realised I was getting a lot of attention. I had time off my work. You know, uh, I, I don't know if, if you've but uh, research you've done, but I mean I had uh, TV companies were flying about here in helicopters filming no. all this. Yeah, I, I was on uh, I the... I can imagine, is Strange But True
0: or something? Strange But True, I've never watched it. you <laughs> never watched it,
1: though. <laughs> not for any other reason, I've just never watched it. But uh, on clear episodes, evidence for
0: like people, like, uh, no one claim to fame, not even watching it. <laughs> I, I,
1: well, as I see, that, that twice, twice we had film companies up here with helicopters, uh, using helicopters for doing the filming. Mm-hmm. So twice I took part in making making a, a kind of documentary film about it.
0: Did the investigators at the time, um, did they look at um, flight data and stuff like that? See if it was in any radars or anything.
1: Well, as I said, one of the one of the I'm not exactly sure who it was that done the investigation, but one of them had came back, and they, they had they, this this information had been had, had been get, gotten for the Ministry of Defence, and there was two two jets in the at that time. So they've obviously done that. Aye. you know, done that bit, of, that bit of research, but I dismissed that right away when Aye, I read cool. the report. Kind of, you know, you kind of get that. You get, you get that kind of annoys a, a you because you think, well, that's not true. You Aye. know, they've mm-hmm. came back and says, oh, they're dismissing that half as, well, what I actually saw was a couple of fighter jets. It wasn't it fighter jets? Fighter jets, fighter like that. jets in this area.
0: They'll be gone in a second, you know what I mean, and they the don't noise is great as well.
1: Aye, they, well, everybody been talking about fighter jets at that time in the morning put up to you in this area. It's not the a question,
0: you, like you see fighter jets out here. You really see fighter jets here, I mean, especially no really. flying around where it's a, it's, you've got an airport, what, like 15, 20 miles away? Edinburgh, aye. Ah you're not going to have fighter jets flying about here.
1: Well, they're, they're not going to be landing, and at the same time, as I say, when you, when you see this kind of thing, you know,
0: Mm-hmm. At no that time right. of and night uh, during a little storm, Aye. next to an airport. <laughs>
1: there was there's no way that, no way that was fighting yet, so it does annoy you a wee bit when you see that kind of a report. Yeah. I think, to be honest with you, most of the reports that I saw, um, I, w- I was quite happy with them, but there was just one or two that, they it's like, well if they want to dismiss it, they can dismiss it, but mm. I know what I saw. Mm. Times
0: so are I mean, changing though, you know what I mean? It's like, I think, a lot of stuff is come out recently, you know what I mean? 2017 and there's yeah. a lot of new stuff. I, I don't know how much now you uh, you, you follow the subject after you. I don't. You're like don't follow you follow it, no? no. no. Um, well, there's quite a lot of stuff new revelations came out in the US and all that. Mm. I mean, they've come out and said that um, that they, they're now admitting there's stuff in the sky that they don't know what there is. Mm. They chased them, that I mean? The, um, they've got camera footage and stuff like that. Yeah. There's, there's new, there's like Congress hearings going to happen this year as well. They're trying to get all the stuff. The security services in America on no, other the UFO reports and stuff in the track? Well you see a
1: bit of that, you know you see a bit of that on the um, you read something, read, read these things that's coming for the space station and the NASA are covering up you know, the, these camera footage where somebody's Aye. picked something up and they're, they're obviously told not to discuss it Aye. and they're, they're, uh, they're obviously switching the cameras off so we can't get a chance to see it. Aye. I don't know really I. I it's not because of what I saw, but I do believe mm. we're not the only people in this. Right, no, definitely not. There's got to be more to this than, than just us, mm. but I think, uh, personally I think, we're know a master race. Oh, totally not. You know what I mean? There's far, far better technology out there than what we've got, but I don't think they'll ever, I personally don't think they'll ever disclose it, even though I think but they know there is. There's no, there's
0: no all the now, since a lot of stuff has happened, a lot of people, they say now this is one of the most prevalent times in the UFO community and stuff because it's I think it's a soft disclosure. There's mm-hmm. there, there is stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Since um that what happened in two thousand seventeen, you don't know if you know the case or not, but there was like um UFOs following a um basically like a carrier fleet, uh, ships and stuff mm-hmm. like that, the manoeuvres of mm-hmm. the coast <coughs> of California and stuff. And they got gun camera footage chase they chased it, fighter jets chased it, stuff like that. And then the, the eventually, that was 2004, they released the, the video in 2017. And then it took a wee while, and then it was only in 2019 the Navy came out and said, right, we do see these things, we don't know what they are. And then now there's been guys involved in um, basically projects within the Pentagon of came out. And then uh, it's, it's getting kind of blown wide open now, anyway, You know what I mean? It is like the mace thing. There's been things happening before in the past where people think it's got some disclosure. But now this, it seems to be, um there is stuff happening. I mean? i believe it when I see it though. You know what I mean? The actual disclosure.
1: Don't follow it, but you sometimes you do. You look into, you look into, uh, some of these things that you look on on YouTube. I just look at it maybe just to pass a, an hour before I go to bed, and you, you look at it and you think, well, will it ever disclose it? But you, you also get these things with people saying, you know, if it did disclose it, it's got to change everything. It's got oh, to totally change I the religion and everything. change everything, I. So, can people handle
0: that? I don't, I think maybe now, I think maybe going back like 20, 30 years ago, maybe even more than that, I mean, but I think now.
1: Uh, I, I don't go looking for it, I'm not constantly looking up at the night sky, but, aye. you know, when you see something that's a wee bit more unusual, you tend to notice it, Can you, you, you tend to kind of focus on it more. Totally, aye. Um, aye. And it, since, since the sighting I had, I have saw two or three other, you know, instances where, where things have. have, have clocked onto something and I thought, you know, what is that, aye. but I'm not going to go phoning people and saying I want you to investigate.
0: Ah, no, no. Sorry, aye, aye. Do you know what I mean?
1: It's, it's maybe something that I think would be worthy of being investigated, but, mm-hmm. no, unless I you've got really good, good quality pictures or aye. good, like you see, good it's credible get, witnesses, and it's, it's hard. The thing is, it's
0: hard to get pictures unless it's like during the day and it's like up close and I mean, because most of the time it's like this guy, you know what I mean? It's, it's hard. Unless you're there and you've seen it and you've seen the manoeuvre in there or whatever else, you you know it's not It's not normal. You know what I mean? But, mm-hmm. um, but in that aspect, I mean, it's 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 hard unless you see stuff. You know
1: what I mean? have although it's been a lot of years that's passed uh, since that incident, I've still go, occasionally I'll get a a letter, uh, which I think that's quite quite. Difficult to believe because they've managed to they track me. Down. I've changed my address twice <laughs> since that incident, but they've managed to get a hold of me. Uh, and uh, you know they've said we're we're going to we're going to be um, publishing a book. Uh, do you mind if we publish our story? Aye. So even even now you know I'm like yourself when you first contacted me as well. Mm-hmm. It's, even after all the years has passed, '94. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that 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 incident of mine is still.
0: Oh totally. That's what I'm saying because it's, it's still been brought up. It's such up. a strong case. You know what I mean and just with the sighting and the police involved and everything like that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't know what it is about here, I mean there's that many, it's, there's probably stuff happens everywhere but it's just down the fact that, uh, I don't know what it is, West Lodi and Falker call that kind of stuff, you do get all lot kind of stuff happening, um, sightings and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but my, my, my plan is, I always want to get more stories out there, regardless of it being obviously, it's been covered before and stuff, and I'm hoping that that spurs more people need to come out and with their stories, and mm-hmm. it's just getting them told, you know what I mean? And in and, and that aspect, uh, you know what I mean? But uh, well, I um, wonder
1: if I, I wonder if some people feel the same way as I did and think well, more ridiculing. That's probably of aye, aye,
0: it's understandable. It,
1: it depends on the per- on, on an individual and how strong they are. Because you see, w- when I got the phone call from mum and dad, we just laughed about it. Aye, but they were like, you know. I'm the youngest of three, and they were, they, were, they were talking about it's like you wouldn't make this kind of thing up. Aye. And they said they were phoning me for Spain, because mm-hmm. they'd read it in a newspaper. I think they would read it in the Daily Record or something in Spain. Mm-hmm. And it's like you wouldn't make this up. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So if, I think if you've got the quite a strong-minded person, they would come up and say, "Look, I've I, I've got a you know I've got a story to tell." Aye. But I think the people who really just didn't want to be ridiculed or they, they maybe just didn't want the, the neighbors laughing at me behind their back and that kind of thing, right. pointing the finger. That's where I think a lot of people would just say, I've oh, just got to keep this to myself.
0: I I have
1: no idea, honestly, Chris, I have no idea <coughs> how that story came about because, you see, I, I, I was in my, my that, I, I made a wee mistake that that was on the Saturday night, Sunday morning, but by Monday, mm-hmm. when I went back to my work, that story was it. It wasn't the phone day, it was actually, the, it it, it Saturday night, Sunday morning when an incident took place. Hmm. But on the Monday morning when I went to my work. It was that quick? It right. was that quick. Hmm. But somebody had said to me that uh, some of the, like, even the, the, the loading courier would, would maybe phone the, the, the police station. I don't think right. the police station would be in. Right. Ah, for stories and
2: stuff like that,
1: it does right, right. happen. Right. Uh, and if that's how it happened, then they'll say, oh well, we've got a story about this UFO right. we'll sign and there they go. You know, it, it all came out, but I had no that, idea how it came out so quick.
0: And at that time, there was there was titans about that time as well, and in the nineties, and I mean there was a good I few. I got a good lot of interest. Kind of I was
1: really, stuff. really surprised at how much interest it, 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 it showed because you see, I stayed in Mayfield Drive at the time. Aye. Uh, no, sorry, I didn't stay in Mayfield Drive at the time. I stayed in Avondale Drive at the time. But a couple of years later, when I was staying in Mayfield, when they came to film, mm-hmm. came to film it, you know, the the, the street was fully, uh, you know, these vans and they had. You know, these, these film crews were all in my house setting this thing up for filming and the they were all like that's what this about <laughs> 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 this is something that happened two years ago Aye. but just people still talk about
0: it yeah
1: oh, totally so mm. no,
0: definitely there's something there but yeah well listen like, thanks very much for your time You're welcome, and uh, it's such a good interesting story and um, i'll certainly um Send you the links. I'll, I'd like to send you a link to some other stuff that's happened uh, now. I mean, sure. if you're interested in looking at it, you know what I mean? For the stuff that's yeah. with disclosure and that, but uh, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on um, in the last number of years, the last couple of years anyway. It's been the most time that stuff's happened, so uh, it would be interested to get your thoughts on that, on that as well. But I mean, I like, thanks very much. You're very Cheers. welcome. Cheers. Thanks for meeting me.